0: This is Dustin Mark's Everything Club. Everything is poetry. Hello, uh, everything. Hello, everyone's and every people, Uh, all of you, including everything that could be, which could be everything uh, that is listening men, women, and and the rest of them. Everyone, you're all, everything and everyone is poetry and I welcome you to um, Dustin Mark's Everything Club, Everything is Poetry. I'm coming to you from my car, recording into my phone um, and I just want to, okay, here's what I want, cause, so I just want to talk to you about my day really quick. Um, But I think this is really important because poetry is about sort of, uh, well, it's about everything and anything. Um, But accessing, not just accessing all your emotions, but channeling them. Um, And it's been a a pretty bad day. Um, And, but, so I want to uh, sort of show that that's okay. Some days can be bad not everything is roses and red wine um yeah because a lot of uh you know um people with media podcasts and stuff like oh everything this is great this is how much money i make this is all of this stuff and it's not all that some days you're (laughs) really fucking uh you know it's it's a real thing um I mean, but also, you know, my problems aren't that bad, you know. But we're all people, and all of our problems are pretty bad. Anyway, um, uh, and I have, uh, been drinking a little, um, which is okay. Like, that's also not a crime. I know I've had, you know, I used to indulge a little more than I should. Imbibe, I suppose, but indulge is also the right word, and, um, But it's also not a crime to just, like, drink. Like, it's good. It accesses different, uh, regions and, uh, um, uh, sort of, like, sub-universes in your mind, and, uh, and I'm all about just feeling everything, you know. You know me. That's what I'm always about. Okay. So, uh, yeah, uh. So, um, this morning, I I don't know, lately I've been thinking about, like, because I'm trying to become, like, I I write poetry for me and, like, and people who it will touch, and that's great, and I don't necessarily need, like, I don't know, I want to be able to survive off just that, so, you know, there's a tug of war of, like, oh, I want to be popular because I want to support myself, but I don't need to be popular because the, poetry and the work is fulfilling enough on its own so i don't know it's tough but i do want people reading it because it's also stuff that i'm proud of and with that comes the the financial gain and ability to support myself but i've always been like pretty sheepish about social media because i do have some problems with it and like impulse control and um i don't know and so yeah it's like kind of a trigger for me to like see everyone in kind of a certain way but um i had been thinking i was like it would be really good to like be on social media on instagram or even tiktok or something like sharing some of my poetry so that people can see it people can access it hopefully it can affect people in a, in a positive way You know, if they want to follow me, if they want to buy my book, that's great. Or if they just end up being touched by a poem or a word or a phrase, that's cool, too. Um, And, like, worthy, and it's, you know, sort of that, like, I should just get over that it's a trigger for me, because it could be really good for people, and also really good for me. Good for everyone and everything, as is poetry. Um, So... Um, so this morning I woke up and I was like, all right, today's the day I'll do it. I'll create, I made an Instagram account, Dustin Mark Poetry. And I didn't post anything yet, but I was trying to think of like what I could, you know, little snippets from poems, full poems, videos of me reading poems, writing poems, etc. And, um, so I create the account and the first thing I do after I write like my bio and all that, um, I end up looking up, uh, Claudia, the love of my life, um, on Instagram, and she does have an Instagram, and hers is private, um, but her, I don't know, I do a lot more, obviously, because, like, I know how to use the fucking internet, I might, you know, but anyway, so I find Joey, who, this guy who also went to Swedish Institute with us, um, who, she, basically, like, kind of the day that I told her, I think I actually made an episode of, of this in the first party. Oh, it wasn't released. Because none of the people on Patreon wanted to pay for the unreleased episodes. And I didn't release it at the time because I was sort of in a bad state. But anyway, so, <laughs> turns out, um, Claudia is not only in a committed relationship with this guy Joey that I also went to school with, but they make adult content um, for fun and for money, for video uh, uh, videos and pictures. So, um, and that's great, uh, you know. Well, no, it's not. I hate it, but it's great that people can do that. I do like that, um, but um, that I do definitely. I wasn't expecting any of it. Um, I just kind of wanted to see pictures of Claudia because ultimately I figured I'd go and like win her back or something. Or if I can't, then at least I'd you know get to like see her face a little. I'm sure she's shining. Uh, and I can just imagine her with little, like, you know, sunflowers in her hair, and, uh, just sort of, uh, radiating. Um, but instead, yeah, I found that she and Joey, uh, make and do porn in a cool way. Whatever, you know, like, she's smoking hot she's incredible and you know he's like a fine-looking guy and she clearly is like that yeah I don't know it was tough to tell I was a little slapped in the face by it all and I don't really know if that's all that they do or if it's a side thing but I did You know, I paid money to access what they have, and there's a lot of it. And it was uh, tough to watch. Uh, And yet I still watched, because I obviously love her. Uh, But boy, oh boy, to see her just getting absolutely, you know, stuck by uh, this fucking guy. It... It was, um I mean, the amount of emotions. I don't know that I've ever had more emotions, different emotions. That's probably not true, but I felt a lot of things very strongly, certainly. Um, Because I was turned on. I did really love seeing her naked, but I was really turned off that someone else was with her. Um, and just all of it, like, I didn't know that they'd been up to this, and I don't know if they're in love, or if they're business partners, um, so it was, I have a lot of images in my head that make me really, really, like, full of rage, um, and angry, and like, uh, like, (laughs) like, like, watch out Joey, you know, um, And then some that are, like, I want to, like, save her and be with her. And, like, I don't really care what she does or what her past is. Um, But also, I do. Some of that shit was disgusting. Um, And I hope she's fucking showering. And, uh, yes. So, uh, after seeing, after that, like, few hours... Uh, I deleted Instagram because I mean obviously it led me off of Instagram to the various sweaty folds of the internet, your OnlyFans and your spank bangs, uh, etc. And um, so I deleted it and I was done with that. So I was like, that was hell of a start to the day. I was like, I don't fucking know what to do right now. I can't, like, think straight. But I was like, oh, whatever. I'll just <laughs> I'll just go and, uh, excuse me, do a thing where I should be able to think straight. And I went to the Bellagio and uh, put my name on the list for a 1 3 game, know them and hold them, and uh, eventually got on it. So I was playing poker for a while and I was doing alright. Um, by this point, I don't know I'm playing for a while it's probably like 4 4 p.m. and I have uh, I'm up quite a bit I think I bought in for 300 and I have like 650 in front of me maybe Um. wait oh no I'll just g- hold on yeah Uh. huh all right oh I'm so sorry one thing with me is when I get distracted I just uh, I just don't know how to handle it Anyway, so um, again, one second. I have to blow my nose. One second. <laughs> so, uh, sitting in the Bellagio in the poker room, uh, and, uh, and, Uh, I'm playing, like, pretty focused, and I'm not, like, fully zenned out or anything. I'm playing well, and I'm getting a little lucky, but I'm also, like, super worked up. I'm playing a little more aggressive than usual, because definitely in my head is, like, all the shit that I saw earlier, and I'm playing a little fearless, which can be really good sometimes. And then I hear a voice that's, like, directed at me, kind of, and it's coming from behind me. And it says, it says, he says, it's a man, spoiler. uh, He was like, so that's all of your money? And he, like, emphasizes your, and he's, like, pointing to my stack of chips. And it is my Uncle Julian's voice, Uncle Julie, who I haven't seen. Well, wow, when did I last actually see him? I haven't interacted with him since he set me free from his basement Um, but I don't remember the last time I actually saw him. But anyway, so obviously that sends chills down my goddamn spine I was like holy shit like he's a ghost of a man kind of, Uh, if you can imagine a man as a ghost. 60. He's probably 60. How old is he? Anyway, he's kind of a ghost, you know. Um. Oh, one moment. I'm back. I yeah. Um. And so he says that, and like I'm shaking, And he sort of then addresses the table, uh, and is like, uh, like, can I have a word with seat nine? He's in, in seat nine at the table. And, They were like, uh, what? So anyway, he, uh, we step aside. Behind the poker room, there's, like, there's the sports book, and there's, like, a restroom area, and we sort of step aside. And, uh, and he's being really... I mean, he's... I guess earlier I compared him to a ghost. He's being very, um, serious and, uh... Emotionless and... Uh, excuse me and uh so and I'm like scared shitless um and so pulls me aside and he's like you have he says like a thing that people say you hear in like movie and tv shows they're like people don't say you have some nerve to show your face around here but like he did say that he said you've got some nerve to show your face around here I thought I told you to fucking like get lost, you know. And I was, I was like, oh Jesus Christ, man. Cuz look, I, he as far as I know, he got his money back or he set me free, I don't know. He never like pursued it further. And I was like, "Uh, ah, you didn't tell me to like leave the city. I'm sorry." You know, I'm sure you have a lot to say to me, but I never you never said like leave, move, you know. Um and he's like, I said that you could be free and to get the fuck out of here. And I I was like, Yeah, and I left and like I've been living my own life since and I'm really sorry and I hope you're okay. And he just goes he's like he gets like in my face And he's like, the shit that I had to deal with because of you, the, like... And I, you know, I don't know how much of this is just putting on a little show for me, my own personal show. Uh, Lucky, you know, solo theater. Well, no, solo theater is usually one performer. Theater for an audience of one, for me. And he's like you're out here gambling with money that should be mine, like, that shouldn't be your money. And I was like, I thought you got paid off. And he's like, every cent that you, he's talking to me, you make, like, should go to me. He's talking. Uh, And it's his money. And he, like, the, the absolute, like, what did he say, not disloyalty, but he was, like, just the insolent, he didn't use insolence either, I don't really remember, but he was like, I can't believe you just fucking, like, I, he, you know, that he'd given me my trust, and I just became a little fucker. And anyway, so, it does that, and, like, there's only so much that someone can say to, like, you know, just bitching at you, and finally I'm like sorry are you done man like what do you want I'm just trying to I'm a different guy now I'm trying to live my life I don't want to work for you I don't want to live with you I'm sorry that I did what I did to you but I was under the impression that that was well maybe not water under the bridge but like at least taken care of and and so we can move on and he was like, why would I, m-? he's like, I'm not going to move on. I'm not, I don't move on when someone, like, fucks me in the ass, is what he said. Uh, I was like, that's, well, you, I mean, you should work on that, because. Um, but I'm also, like, super scared, and I'm trying to be a nice guy, and it's also my uncle. and And I don't know, I haven't seen him, I don't really know what's going on. If it's all like, if he actually, I don't know who paid him the money for my bail, as it were. Uh, I'm just like, I'm sorry, man. If there's something that I can do for you, like tell me. I I thought you'd let me go just fine. And he was like, No, no, no. Like I, like you're not, you're not off the hook. Like I'm like you will never be he did he did actually say you'll never be off the hook but i don't think he meant it because that's crazy i will one day be off the hook but like i don't fucking know what that means so i was like look man i got i'm i'm up like 350 right now you know i'll cash out you can have that we can talk about what you need and he was like yeah we can fucking talk about it and i was like does that mean you do or don't want to talk about it and he's like, I can't fucking be around. So he, like, kind of walks off. He's, like, and and I'm feeling, like, more unsettled than ever. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I woke up a big old beast. And I didn't even know, I didn't go knocking on his door or anything. I was just sitting there playing poker. So, and he, I sh- like, I think I've made it clear. He's like a... He's a bad guy. He's like a dangerous man. Um, I mean, if that hadn't been proven by the fact that he... he held me hostage for close to a month, then... you know, he has like guns and stuff, and he's like a... I'm actually... I don't know if he's killed someone. I... I'm gonna go with no, he hasn't, but I don't know. Anyway, he walked away, and then I'm supposed to fucking go back and play poker. Like, the fuck? The fuck? So I, like, I go back to the table. I try to play, like, one, you know, try to play. And, uh, like, obviously that's not happening. I'm feeling insane and, like, paranoid. So I take my chips, and I cash out. <sighs> Yikes. And uh, and I, like, again, my card. And I'm, like, well, like, nowhere's safe. Uh, he's around, I'd like, I I hadn't forgotten that he existed, I think about him all the time, but like, he hadn't been a presence in my life, and to run into him under those circumstances, and for, for him to be as angry as he was, it's like, I don't know, I, I don't want to go back to, like, a pod bed, and fucking know, man, so, like, I'm, I'm just, I sort of parked in my car, been drank a little bit, but I'm not far from, uh, the hostel, like, I won't be driving after it unless I, it's all good, but, um, uh, oh, fuck, what was I saying, um, oh, yeah, 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 so, anyway, so, that's been my day, so, it started with, um, I discovered that the, the, the girl I'm and I'm also never sure if the phrase and by the way I don't care exactly the phrase won't dictate what I use but I'm so curious if the phrase is helplessly or hopelessly in love because if you're hopeless then you don't have hope if you're helpless you don't have help so I guess it would be helpless because we always have hope anyway I think um with Claudia is um just absolutely getting like, ripped up on camera for money, and it seems like she likes it. It's cool. Um, And then uh, a wound that I thought had sort of healed, involving money and family, and uh, a scary man sort of reopened, and uh, here we are. Um, Anyway, so, you know, best-case scenario. Let's, 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 uh, excuse me, Let's talk best-case scenario. I turn all of these terrifying emotions into great poetry, and ultimately everyone ends up happy in some way or another, whatever that means for them. So, you know, let's just fucking hope for that. Anyway, I wanted to share this all with you because, like I said, bad things matter, too. Being sad and scared and afraid is okay. Um... And being sort of volatile and, and feeling like you're gonna fucking explode is, is okay too. Um, because I do feel that way. Um, the whole day has sort of been a back and forth and back and forth, wherein I do feel partially um, like sad about certain things and partially really angry and partially just wanting uh, to, like, for people to know the truth and the real me, and partially me just wanting to, like, just, like, smite them down. Uh, and it is... It is all very complex, and I, I think one day I'll I'd be wise to, uh, to unpack it all. But for now, at the very least... I can tell you so that I can tell you to not be afraid of these emotions because um, good things can come from them. And uh, you know how some... I was thinking about this. uh, Some really good movies are really sad movies. So that proves that just because something is really sad... It can't be really good, you know. And some movies are great and they're, like, really violent or dramatic or there's not even words in it. They don't do English. And all those things can be good and beneficial. And so, you know, we don't have to just watch comedies and laughter as fun as they can be. Um, But good things can come from the other stuff. So, as is uh, customary, you know, this being a poetry podcast, I'd like to share with you some poems that have sort of been in my head. And um, the first one is by a man named Amos Russell Wells. And I'll be honest, I don't really know much about him. Uh, But I read the poem once. And uh, this guy's called Stop Me. The poem's called Stop Me with an exclamation. And it's by Amos Russell Wells. And he says, (sighs) Jeez, hold on. He says, Stop me, good people. Don't you see my temper is running away with me? Help, master common sense. Are you afraid? Good mistress prudence, come to my aid. Stop me, conscience. Stop me, I pray. My temper, my temper is running away. Dear brother kindness, snatch after the reins. Help, or my temper will dash out my brains. Help, or I'll get a terrible fall. Help, shame, caution, love, wisdom, and all. Excuse me. (sighs) So that's kind of how I feel, spinning out of control, etc. Because... Right now, I do feel like I could blow up cities, you know, at the maximum. Probably less, you know, I don't intend to hurt anyone, blow anything up. But but I do feel very on edge, very like, hey, don't cross me, don't say the wrong thing. Um but I'm not going to do anything bad. That's just how I feel. I'm I feel I'm a, I'm a full of emotions and and I'm out here looking for help like hey friend is do I have any friends? Do I have any friends? That's why I wanted to join Instagram in the first place, not fully, but a little bit to connect with friends who could give me words of love and support. And uh, instead I just uh saw the love of my life getting fucking ass fucked uh, and other ways of being fucked, but, God, I do love her, anyway, the, um, other poem, because I always try to read one of my poems, <sighs> because this is all, I suppose, promotion, is it, well, I guess it kind of is, I don't know, Anyway, this poem is called Standards, and I don't have the book in front of me. I'm in my car, but I'm looking at the Amazon Reader, Kindle Reader, I think it's called. So the poem is called Standards, and I don't, again, with the uh, picture uh, paper, I don't know what page it's on, but I can tell you that it's 76% of the way through the book is what the Kindle reader tells me. And the poem is called Standards, and it's by me. And I say, oh, God damn it. So I'm getting angry again. One moment. <coughs> okay, Standards. You let him bust in you and not me. No, I misread it. Okay. You let him bust in you but not me? These are your standards now? His bust is gray and dusty. Mine is nectarous. It can kill spiders. He hasn't seen the world the way I have, lest you forget how I've seen the world. He hasn't suffered as I have, nor has he ever been alone, lest you forget how I have suffered and how I have been alone. He isn't keen enough to sharpen my toothpicks, the ones I know it turns you on to watch me twirl about my mouth. Even when they've gone a bit dull, I can still draw blood like he never could. And, uh, now that was not explicitly about Joey, um, but it's pretty straightforward, you know. I do think now that I'm eight times the man Joey will ever be, um... And yet, he and uh, Claudia fuck on camera for money and hopefully not love. Um, But anyway, okay, I just wanted to talk to you guys. I appreciate you being here. I don't really know who I'm supposed to talk to in situations like this. I, I, I really don't. I'm feeling like, you know, I live with strangers. It's an endless carousel of strangers and foreigners and weird smelly people honestly the way some of them smell it is unacceptable it is not okay but you know you know smells uh we we use to to channel into poetry I guess so you know it's fine but since it this is technically an episode of uh Dustin Mark's Everything Club, everything is poetry. Let's go ahead do a sixty second poem. I'm pulling up my clock right now. Okay. We're gonna do sixty seconds. You tell me what you've written, ready? And same for me to you. Goodbye. One, two, three. Thirty five seconds in. I'm still wondering if I could asshole. We'll have five seconds left. I'm going to stop writing. A minute. All right. So. As always, I encourage you to email, reach out to me, dustinmarkpoet@gmail.com. gmail.com Send me your poems. I, 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 you know what? I genuinely, I genuinely, genuinely like hearing from you guys some of the time. Uh, so here's what I wrote. I honestly fucking hate all of this, and I want to get the fuck out, and I don't know what else. Yeah, no, well, that's what I wrote. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm going to hope that sleep does me some good tonight. Uh, me. Uh. And I can forget some of the things that I've seen today. Um, maybe come up with some solutions in the meantime. We'll see. But anyway, um, signing off to all of the everythings and everyones that may or may not be listening to this I want to say thank you Um, you are poems as we all are Um, and good night